Welcome to the Ready Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Case Lane, and this is your podcast if you are thinking it's time to take control of your future and have the lifestyle you really want by starting your own business. This is episode 19, Introduction to Interviews with the Rising. Why do you need to hear from rising entrepreneurs? When you listen to an interview with an entrepreneur, a successful person, established, and so on, and that person talks about how she got started, are you left wondering if a few parts were left out? You know, when you hear something like the entrepreneur says, okay, I was broke, and then my widget or my service started selling, and then I made my first million. Do you do what I do and sort of stop and ask and say, well, how exactly did you do that? And I do mean exactly. I ask that question all the time, especially about the very first dollar an entrepreneur made. Like what I really want to know is did they have a family member that bought that first product and then, you know, took it down to the local church group and got all their friends to buy it? Is that how things got started? Did they find out that, you know, did they have a mentor who introduced them to another mentor who turned out to be like some big wig? What are the details? Like what exactly is it that helps that entrepreneur actually get that product or service to the market that they want to get it to? Or did they just do it all themselves? And then how did they do that? Like there's a lot of people who start from scratch, especially now in the online era, they start blogging, they maybe write a self-published book, and that's how they get their business started. But what are the details? How do things get moving? So to help remedy this knowledge gap, I'm going to be interviewing rising entrepreneurs about what they were really doing to create their businesses. And this is going to be interviews beginning with the next episode of the Ready Entrepreneur podcast. So in this particular episode of the podcast, I'm really just going to give you an introduction to the interview episodes to come. The purpose of these interviews will be to help you learn more about what it really takes to start your own business. And you'll be learning from the people who are starting out just as you are. Um, they're a little further ahead if you haven't started anything yet. If you're just with a business idea, these people are further ahead. But they were like where you are, and they're actually getting it done. And that's the key, that they've actually started and they're moving forward. And they're going to tell you what it really takes. So they're just like you, they have a business idea in their head and decided to take it to the next level and get that business going. So in this particular episode of the podcast, I'm going to give you an idea of the types of questions I'll be asking, and I would like you to contact me with any additional questions or topics that you would like the rising entrepreneurs to discuss. And I'm giving you the heads up in this introductory podcast because there's going to be a difference. Usually my podcasts are about 15 or 20 minutes long when we're talking about a particular topic of the, of the week. And the interviews are going to be closer to an hour. And the interviews will be marked interviews. So it will be allow you to tell the difference between sort of a topic podcast and an interview podcast. And then you'll have an idea, you know, what you're in for when, you, when you're listening. So basically, uh, like I said, I want to give you an idea of the types of questions. So let me tell you where I want to start when talking to rising entrepreneurs. My first curiosity is about how the rising entrepreneur manages her day. Because if you think about so many people who are working full time and running their business as a side hustle, and that's on top of everything else they're doing. And if the business is not like the first thing that they're doing or the biggest thing that they're doing, all the demands and pressures and responsibilities still fall on them to do everything else that one is supposed to be doing with life. So what does it take to make that happen to actually run your business on the side and how do they get through the day? 
I'm going to explore whether they have a set schedule or some kind of organized schedule, how they keep things organized, how work is prioritized, how do you decide what's relevant. There's only so many hours of the day. So if you've got a full-time job, all of your commitments and your side hustle, which is going to be turned into a big business of some kind, or maybe even a, you know, a small business or however you want to manage it. When you've got that all together, what does it look like to manage it all? So these are the issues you need to think about as a rising entrepreneur. Managing your time is critical to your entrepreneurial success and prioritizing. What are you keeping and what are you not doing so that you can work on your business? How did you start that very, very first day? Now, I briefly mentioned that the missing story is what I like to call it. Sometimes with a, with an, a successful entrepreneur is whether or not there was somebody along the way who helped them get started. And it could be anything. It could be even um, somebody they don't even know. Maybe it was a, a, a podcast that they listened to or a speech that they went to. So I want to go there too. Did the entrepreneur have a partner, friend, virtual assistant, um, voice in their hand that helped them with the work? Or was it all solopreneur fun? Uh, for some people, you know, maybe there's a critical mentor that made all the difference in the world. Maybe somebody they didn't even realize had information for them turned out to have information that they were able to use. So you probably want to know about that process as well and how you can secure maybe a wise voice to help guide you along. Or if you don't have that wise voice or someone to fall back on, then what do you do yourself to actually get the same effect? Um, James Altucher in his book talks about having virtual uh, virtual mentors, just people who are out there in the world who don't even know that they're your mentor. I do that all the time. There's all sorts of people I wish were my mentors, so I just made them my mentors. And then on the days that you know, I'm thinking about something that's related to that person. I can just go onto YouTube or whatever and find an interview with them and feel like I, you know, I'm having a conversation. So you don't have to just say, I don't, can't find a mentor. I don't have any mentors. You can't have virtual mentors. And we'll talk to rising entrepreneurs about what they do. Now, given the challenges of managing a business around a work schedule and trying to you know, juggle your dream around your commitments, a lot of people ask, why in the world do you want to be an entrepreneur? <laughs> like, what is, what's the point? So I'm going to be asking rising entrepreneurs if they think entrepreneurs are born or made. Um, is there a trigger to get you started? Or is, that a, is there an ideal or is there a feeling, that you know, an idea or a feeling that kind of overwhelms you one day and you're like, I must start a business? Um, I'd love to know what, you know, what happened with you. You're thinking you want to start a business. You're thinking you have a business idea in your head. Has it always been there? Has it always been bugging you that that's what you want to do? Maybe entrepreneurs are a certain personality type. So we'll talk about that. There are people who want to start their own business for a variety of reasons. For some people, it's about lifestyle freedom. For others, it's money, and sometimes it's one and the same. Um, some people just want to get an idea out of their head and into the public market and see if it flies, see if it actually makes sense. Maybe it's an idea they've had for a long time. Um, there's a lot of potential conflicts in your entrepreneurial mindset. So we're going to talk to rising entrepreneurs about where they get their drive and how do they define success. Now, once we've had the lay of the land, it'll be time to talk specifics. So as an aspiring or a rising entrepreneur, you probably want to know how someone gets set up from the very first day. You might be surprised to learn how people actually function when running a business. Like what are the tools that they are using, especially technology tools in this day and age. There's so many really excellent tools that can be used and you might want some tips and hints about what they could be. Do people share a workspace or do they rent an office? Is location even important? 
you know, maybe you live in an isolated area, um, maybe a place with not, you know, doesn't have a lot going on, and you're thinking about moving to a city with a higher concentration of entrepreneurs just to be able to have access to people who are doing what you're doing. So does a typical, does a, does a rising entrepreneur who is creating a business now, do they think that's a good idea? And if it is, how do you meet the local entrepreneurial committee community? Like if you move somewhere, how do you meet people who are doing what you're doing so that you can become friends with them and help each other and have mastermind groups together? Um, so I'm, and you know, I'm guessing entrepreneurs are not all walking around down the street holding up a sign and gathered in one spot. So let's reach out to people and ask them how they do that. And I won't forget to ask about the actual business the rising entrepreneur is doing. We'll cover the entrepreneur's business idea and get into the details and then how they make and manage the incoming revenue and the outgoing costs related to the business. I don't want to get too far into the weeds on the administrative stuff in these interviews, but you probably want to get an idea of how money is managed and when or if the entrepreneur decided to incorporate and some of the other details. So do they even uh, do their own admin stuff or do they just outsource everything? And if they are outsourcing, what are they using? Fiverr, you know, what kind of gig sites, what kind of specific tasks, what's been the experience? Now, like I said, this is only an hour interview, so I'm not going to get to every single one of these questions, but I want to throw out for you the different ideas that I have so that you can come back to me and let me know, you know, what other things are really burning issues that you want rising entrepreneurs to tell you about when it comes to getting a business started. You might even want to consider some financial issues like return on investment, especially for things like attending a conference. Is it a good idea to attend conferences and events? Is that worth your time? Or are you better off staying home and writing, you know, emails to your audience? <laughs> And I know there's other people who might be thinking, whoa, wait, wait, ROI, return on investment. I don't even know what that is. I don't care. Why do I need to know that? What's, 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 you know, what's that all about? And that's a very good question too, because people often say, do entrepreneurs need special training? um, Is that required to run a business? And if it's not specific training, like an MBA program, then what about some basic skills? What, what do people really need to know? Is it just accounting? Is that the only thing people need to know so they don't get ripped off <laughs> so or, or get into trouble? And so we want to ask that. And we want to ask about long-term goals. Um, what is that road to getting your first $1,000? Then your first, you know, I'll go from 1000 to a million to a billion. How's that? People might have different type ideas about, some people just want to be able to replace their current work salary so they can stop working full-time and work on the business full-time. So we want to get into that as well. And if people do take courses, And I think it's important in education. I do. I think it's important. I've taken lots of courses, online courses related to the business. Like to know what those are, get some feedback from people. Who do they follow? Um, Where do they get feedback from about how their products or services are being used? And social media, huge, right? How are rising entrepreneurs using the big social media platforms? What what works, what doesn't, what what helps them? Um, what's the best use of social media? And how do you avoid the worst aspects of social media if you're a regular user? And of course, it would not be a case lane or ready entrepreneur interview if I wasn't talking about globalization and technology. You might have heard it a few times from me in the past. My overall motto is prepare for the future. And by that, I mean we are in a new economy. It is a global high-tech economy. Not enough people are up to speed about what that's going to mean. And that's so for rising entrepreneurs, I always encourage people just to take advantage of the tools that are available in the new economy because you can run with this right now. I mean, as you you probably know, the technology is way ahead of the regulation of legislation and so on. This is all brand new. We have to define 
today, what it's going to mean for us as on, as entrepreneurs in the future. So it's very important to be aware of all of this, to be sensitive to global consumer taste, because if you're online, you're creating global business from day one. And then, of course, there's lots of online sensitivities to be aware of as well. Uh, that conversation alone, <laughs> globalization and technology is easily a very important conversation that could have its own hour, but I'm going to try and slip in a few questions as I go through these interviews with rising entrepreneurs. Uh, as the economy keeps growing and all these new technologies come online, some, will, some are going to ask if the push to entrepreneurship is going to work for everybody. I push it because I think it's important. I think there's a lot of people who have great ideas in their head and have an opportunity to start their own business and be part of the new economy now. Um, but the question will come up, will it work for more people? Is it something more people can do? Does society value entrepreneurs enough to make participation in the new economy just a major part of domestic and, and global economic policy? We'll see. So on that very deep note, you know, we'll get all deep in, on globalization and technology and the future new economy. And then we just have to have to ask some fun questions. Like, do entrepreneurs go out on dates? <laughs> and uh, if you're a rising entrepreneur and you're running your business, wh when do you ever go to a party? Do you get to take a walk or are you just business 24-7? And if you do go to a party, do you then bore everybody with your talking business or now seek out people who want to talk business with you because you don't want to be bored yourself? Um, so, And if we have time, we'll ask for recommendations on books and shows and blogs and podcasts and travel. In fact, I'm really curious about which business-related activities are the most helpful in the entrepreneurial journey. So for me, I would say travel uh, because I've learned so much by getting out of my usual location and seeing other people in other worlds and how the economies function in other parts of the world. So if you find time to travel when you're achieving your life dream, <laughs> that's when you find try more time to travel. You could spend more time. You can get into it, learn more, do research trips and run your own business and achieve lifestyle freedom. So I'm going to ask all about that. Is it real or is the life dream a pipe dream? As some people say, um, we'll find out together in the weeks to come. So what I wanted to do in this podcast was set up the interviews with the rising that, so I've just given you an overview of the ready entrepreneur interviews with the rising, which begin with episode 20 of the ready entrepreneur podcast. And my purpose with these interviews is to help you get started by getting insight and wisdom from a rising entrepreneur who's doing what you want to do. So remember, the number one decision to make if you're still a wantrepreneur is just to get started on your own business. And in the interview podcast, we'll cover what that process looks like and you'll find out that you can do it too. In the meantime, no more excuses. Be efficient, be consistent, be persistent, start your business today. That's it for episode 19 of the Ready Entrepreneur podcast, the introduction to the interviews with the rising and why you do you need to hear from rising entrepreneurs. You're about to find out beginning with episode 20. If you want to learn more, keep up with the Ready Entrepreneur world, read blogs for rising entrepreneurs, access video training, download PDFs, get started with your business, sign up for my mailing list so I can keep you up to date with tips, ideas, strategies, giveaways, and other cool stuff. Visit readyentrepreneur.com www.readyentrepreneur.com let me know your questions and burning topics you want covered on the ready entrepreneur podcast send an email to contact case at readyentrepreneur.com contact case at readyentrepreneur.com thanks so much for listening this has been the ready entrepreneur podcast with case lane